Welcome to P3 Radio. The monkey only dances as good as the guy grinding the organ handle. Brada, brada, brada. I fly, bro. That is never stopping. Truck goes to the white. <laughs> cool story, bro. Footy pajamas. Hey, genius, it's, three, it's 2 p.m. Central. PG3 Radio. Nope. Here's your host, Josh Friday. Get him off big, Freddy. Get him off big. Richard Mulligan. And as I put you down, my pants ripped. <laughs> it's showtime! It's showtime! It's showtime! Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of P3 Radio. I'm Richard Mulligan, joined by my co-host, the man that's still standing better than he ever did. And best friend Josh probably say hey Josh. Look like a rule of our feel like playing Oh Richard. How you doing, man? <laughs> oh man. Did we f- mess with some people's heads with that song? Including our own. Yeah. yeah Jesus Christ. I literally woke up <sighs> thinking about that song the past week. Dude. Like almost every day. It's like my own groundhog day. Yeah, and at least once a day, I've been just putting it on YouTube in my headphones and listening to it and singing and shit. And the the new version or the old version, like the ones. Oh, the new version. The new one. <laughs> I listened to the new version or the old version. I was like, this fucking sucks. Like, it sounds too good. It's not funny at all. He knows the words. I yeah. don't like it. Uh, just it was too weird, man. Episode one forty eight. Yeah, episode was like a karaoke version or something. <laughs> yeah, episode one forty seven was where we talked about Look, that, and we didn't say this last week, but I just want to get right to it. Do you think he's maybe like three quarters of the way deaf, and that's why he was singing that way? I don't know. I think it might have been his. I think what? he was. <laughs> yeah, I can't hear you. <laughs> like about yeah, um, maybe. That could be what it is, because, you know, well, somebody that sits in front of the, you know, drums and stuff, you know. Dude, that motherfucker has been doing stadium shows since the 70s. Yeah. And not until maybe the mid-2000s, yeah. earplugs started being fashionable. Right. You know what I mean? He probably can't hear a fucking thing. Right, and then you've got a crowd yelling at you. So who's the assholes, Richard? Yeah, I guess we are. We're fucking assholes. <laughs> Sorry. Edmund. I mean, if you... <laughs> If you put the dichotomous key or the flowchart on it, that's what it is, the flowchart. We're going to get scientific on me now. If you put the flowchart on it and you want to flowchart everything, it pretty much always says there were the assholes. We made fun of a one-armed man, Josh, for a good 20 minutes. Who's a neighbor, no less? (laughs) I know where you sleep. If you get on my right side, (laughs) I'll kill your ass. Motherfucker, I can smell your flowers and you're talking shit about me. (laughs) Like you just hear, you just hear in the distance. I heard what you said. <laughs> I got one arm, but I can still hear like a motherfucker. <laughs> oh, your man. ears ain't gonna whoop my ass, bitch. Yeah, one forty-seven. We talked about, man. We had some, not really people that were hot, <laughs> but you know, BT sent us some messages. Uh, Lance sent us a message saying that you know, uh, I think we've got it somewhere. We could pull that up, but. We, I've had people Pretty much messaging. you've ruined uh, yeah. <laughs> like, my vision of Elton John in this song. Yeah, I mean, um, what does he say? Elton John is on my Mount Rushmore, but when the hell did he come become Bill Dundee? <laughs> 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 <You do. laughs> the face sure the fuck did look like Bill Dundee in that video. Hey, brother, this is Bill Dundee. <laughs> Where'd my eyebrows go, brother? Where are they? Uh, get Donna to draw some on. Uh, oh, man. But yeah... Um, 
I love you, Bill. And then he says, and then he says, fuck the Astros. That's what Lance says. (laughs) I am totally on board with that cheating motherfuckers. Yeah. We like Unless we're talking about Jeff Bagwell and Craig Biggio from the day. Yeah. I like them. But yeah, apparently we, we got into a lot of people's heads this week with that. I'm still standing song. It's a catchy ass song, man. It is. And if dude, no bullshit. If you read the lyrics and stuff, it's a fucking awesome ass song. Right. Talking about, you know, uh, I'm still here, even out your ass, bitch. You know? Yeah. I can relate. They have it actually on the movie Sing. It's a kid's movie. Hmm. Uh, Never heard of it. And yeah, it's been in my head before with my my daughter watching Sing. Uh, You never know something again. But speaking of uh, Lance and BT, go check them out on Shooting the Shiznit. Same way you listen to our podcast. Um, You can go back and if you haven't heard Best Shiznit or ever, you can go check out that show with me and Josh on it. Um, and we did a review for AEW last week, which looking back on it, Josh, I think I hate that show even more than I did when we did the review. And here, and and I know we kind of very we kind of had like reasons that we couldn't articulate last week, and I think it mostly because we had just finished our show. And we'd went a little long, and then we watched a pay per view, and then we did more radio. Well, so we were about, tired. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, the thing about the sh- the review show is right. you're kind of like it's not said that you're in a, allotted a certain amount of time, but you don't want to be an asshole and right. take up fucking five minutes of the show when we're not trying to produce a fucking Homer's Odyssey of a review right. show. Because I had got things... a few lines. Get it, you know, say right. what you mean, you know. But I'm a, I'm just going to be blunt with you here. I like wrestling. I like yeah. pro wrestling. Yeah. I don't fucking want any other type of bullshit, you know. Especially in your main event. I think that's what got me. You know, yeah. you can do that shit for the mid card. You know, you want your main, like. It would have been funny if it was in the middle of the show. Right. And then they had, you know, like Murder Hawk and Cody do the main, have a fucking awesome right. match. And, you know, make it something more than it was. Make it, you know, one of the main focal points. And then in the show. Right. But And I remember yeah. when we were watching the show, I had something I was going to say. And I like completely slipped my mind to say it during the review. Because, you know, we got off in the weeds a little bit. We got back. Lance wasn't following the format. <laughs> we thought, we <laughs> thought him, we thought we were going to do couples counseling because <laughs> Skype leaves some things to translation that get lost. Um, I, for a shoot, man, I thought they, uh, that we are witnessing the breakup dude, I of listened, the cool kids and all that. I listened, it's back, over. I listened back to it and I was like, man, was I crazy? Did I hear that wrong? Because listening back to it, you would have thought they edited in like them just being, you know, you know, picking at each other, but like on <laughs> Skype, it's like I guess because we didn't have the luxury of seeing them too. Yeah. So in our minds, we're just hearing grown men yell at each other. Right. <laughs> so we're, we're like, oh. If I say something, you can look across the the desk here right. and see in my eyes if I'm shooting yeah. or if I'm just fucking ribbing. So like, like, and you, you can't do that and, the way we're talking. And I know you. You grew up, if your dad was yelling something, somebody's about to get shot. If somebody, if a grown man was yelling in my house, we had an intruder. Because, uh, you know, my father, you know, kind of. He's back trying to get Richard Lee again. <laughs> well, there he went. He's gone. <laughs> He's just wanting that so he ain't got to pay no support. But the one thing I wanted to point out during that show that I forgot to point out was I wasn't offended by it. But in this day and age where everybody's like super sensitive to everything and you know something's going to get said, like JR said on AEW, he called Sunny Kiss her. And I don't know if that's the way that 
he identifies. Right. Exactly. So he called called him her. Yeah. And he has a gimmick that is very flamboyant, I guess you could say. I don't even know if that's even correctly... Thing no, that, you know that, what I mean. That is that, that's okay. What you're I'm okay, about. if I say that, but but that's not what I'm talking about. So in a day and age where I knew somebody was going to jump on that, you just have these sensors in your head that go, somebody's going to have a problem with this, somebody's going to have a problem with that. And a week after Shad Gaspar drowned, they have a drowning angle. Mm. And I remember watching that. I'm like, Ooh. I didn't, I didn't connect them. I did, there. I did, but I was going to say was something. Just... I wasn't going to rake them over the coals because I know it was filmed previously. Yeah. Like, that wasn't live. That was a previously shot thing. Right. So I wasn't going to rake them over the coals because I wasn't offended. I knew they wasn't spoofing it or trying to make light of what happened. They were spoofing the Lake of Reincarnation. Right, exactly. But in my head, when I saw it, I went, there's going to be some dipshit that, oh, I can't believe they did that. Shit, yeah, too. because, oh, I can't. And, and not even dipshit. It's like, even Cornette said something about it. You know, Cornette was like, but you know, Cornette, you know, sometimes you're like, I don't know if he's taking a shot to, cause he believes that or if he's taking a shot cause he just don't like them. Even though I respect Cornette, you know, God, yeah. But, but, but you know, it's like, man, I get it. I can see where somebody would have a problem with that. But you know, you think this day and age, if I'm thinking that some executive has a look at that well, and go, Hey, we might want to pull back. You know, you look back at, you know, Owen, the Blue Blazer right. thing, and how much, uh, you know, we didn't really know about the heat at the time, but it was in the dirt sheets yeah. at the time about sting repelling and all yeah. that. It's like, come on, man. After that, maybe you don't need to do that, whatever. But like I said, we didn't know it at the time. But yeah, you would think this day and age that you would kind of think, well, maybe we shouldn't do that right now. Right. Maybe wait till the next one. I, uh, I saw a thing where Sting was talking about he almost had a situation like that. Uh, what Owen Hart had. Wow. And he said uh, it wasn't like the same release thing. He said he had a mechanism that was supposed to go one way. So it's supposed to slowly lower you down. It's the harness. And he said um, they were trying to put it on on the catwalk and they got it on and he put it all on himself, hooked it up, and he stood out on the edge of the catwalk with the rope on and said the rigger looked at him and was like, whoa, pulls him back over and turns the harness around. Holy so shit. So if he wouldn't have, the rigger wouldn't have saw him at the last minute and let him go, he would have just fell. Wow. So, yeah, he said that was kind <clears> of Is this before or after Owen? Before. Sting really didn't do a lot of drops down after Owen. He wasn't doing a lot. Not too many. After Starcade 98, when he beat Hogan. That was 97. 97. He yeah. didn't, and when he came out after rappelling down for like over a year, he finally just walks through the front door, you know, and whatever. Um, <laughs> which was, God, that whole match. Anyway, we'll get to that one day. But, uh, but yeah, after rappelling down for a year, he comes out the front. He didn't do a lot of rappelling after that. Which uh, he good. did. He did. And he did say, uh, you know, after seeing what happened to Owen, he didn't want to ever do it again. So, but, but, but yeah, he almost had the same similar incident. I'm going to tell you something, speaking about rappelling down or whatever, man. I've been getting a workout myself here. Um, my dog is under the weather. Oh, yeah. My nut biter. Yeah. My <laughs> nut biter is under the weather. I've been biting as many nuts. She really hasn't. She's almost retired from the practice, to be honest with you. <laughs> but Which is good. I'm sure your mailman appreciates that. <laughs> oh, God, man. And my neighbors as well. But no, seriously, though, man, I love my little doggy, man. Right. She's. It's not a little doggy. <laughs> you make it sound like it's like a little chihuahua or something. Oh, no. That's a big dog. She's around 90, 100 pounds, something like that. Maybe, I, I don't know. Maybe, straight, maybe 80, 90 pounds, something yeah. like that. But, 
you know, she's got cellulitis, um, and which that's an infection in like her uh, tissues and stuff. Right. By her, it's by her leg, which it made her uh, it made her leg swell up like the size of a fucking barrel into the baseball bat. Ugh. I mean, she's on three legs, wobbling and carrying on, you know. But um, yeah, I've been having to, you know, pick her up and tote her up the steps. Here lately, um, she's been getting down the steps okay. Now right. that we took her to the vet and got her on medicine and everything. But man, um, it, it was a fucked up time when it happened. Like uh, Friday, this uh, we're talking on Saturday right Right now. This past Friday, um, she was fine. Walking around, going outside, acting a fool, all that shit. And come Saturday morning, everything's changed. Um, I wake up, my wife's woke me up. She had pissed two times in the floor and shit one time in the floor. Yeah. Now, look, my dog is eight years old. Right. She hadn't done any of that since she was a puppy. I mean, she does not do that at right. all. It doesn't matter how long, you know, I've been asleep. She will wait until I wake up, take her out, and then do it. So I automatically knew something Something's not right. was going wrong. And um, she she was on the bed with, with me and my wife uh, Friday night, I'd say about 2 a.m. She And I was still awake. I was on my phone doing some shit. And she jumps off the bed and, you know, goes and does whatever. I wake up. My wife's waking me up about 4.45. Something's wrong with Tallulah. Something's wrong with Tallulah. And I, I get up and I go and I see she's laying down over uh, across from the bed. And I try to get her up and go walking and all that. She's not moving. Right. She won't get up. She can't get up. I've, I've said, hey, you want to go outside? And usually yeah, that that's the magic sparks. words. She goes crazy, won't see it on the leash. Go out. No, nothing. She was just sitting there whining. And if you try to touch her, she'd growl, carry on. Well, we, like I said, that's a Saturday. That Sunday, you know, there, obviously there's no vets open, whatever. Right. It's just emergency stuff. That Monday's fucking Memorial Day. Right. So, you know, uh, unless you're wanting to go to the emergency vet gimmick, there's nothing to do. And so I'm just trying to hand feed her, you know, keep her water right by her. Just, you know, um, luckily we found that this is one thing that I'm so happy that this day and age we got Facebook. Yeah. My wife reached out to um, a, a, a girl that went to school with her son. And she's works at a vet or uh, one of those rescue shelter type gimmicks or mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. And um, she had some steroids, some doggy steroids and some uh, doggy pain pills that she just literally just gave us. All we had to do was go uh, to where she lives and just get them. So, so how many did you take? <laughs> I took about five of the doggy steroids. <laughs> Put them right in my balls. <laughs> Dude, I grew a fucking hair off my nose, man. It was weird. But uh, Those pain pills were a motherfucker. I took two of them before we started the show. I started shitting out my dick, dude. It was weird as hell. No, seriously. Um, you know, nothing was helping. We had given her the steroids. Did yeah. uh, she wasn't eating, mind you? I didn't lay that on the line. She wasn't eating. Um, and dude, my dog, like I said, she's fat as a motherfucker. Yeah. If she's not eating, it's like Fat Albert's not eating. There's something <laughs> fucking wrong. So she hadn't ate for like two days, drinking a minimal amount of water. And after Memorial Day, my wife's like, "Look, we have to take her to the vet." And I was like, "You know, I agree because this is a shit show." I yeah. mean, 
we got to save our baby. Yeah. So we take her to the vet, and they said she's got cellulitis, and I didn't know what the fuck cellulitis is. Yeah, I didn't I had to look it up. It's an infection in the tissue, and it makes, you know, obviously wherever the infection is hurt, but it also makes the bones yeah. that are by the infection hurt and all that type of shit. So I say, like, poor baby, man. And we get some um, some other medicines. And, do, and uh, mind you, thank God we got the fucking uh, stimulus check yeah. or whatever, because <laughs> Jesus Christ, did you know a oh, vet yeah. is more than an actual human doctor? Yeah. Why I, is that? This is why I don't have animals, man. Like, God just the almighty. upkeep on them. And then something happens, you, you have to, because they're your animal. And it's you're just like, like a kid. Yeah. So it's like, man. But that and the shitting in the yard thing, I, I, I got tired of mowing around shit in the yard. <laughs> so that and we like to go on trips right right so it's like you don't want to like you you have to you either have uh, to burden take the somebody kid or burden somebody let them out yeah. like twice three times a day so uh anyways so now she's medicated and all that and she's perking back up her leg is uh the leg that sorry she um pretty much the infection is like between her leg and um, he's crying right now. That's why he's I am. <laughs> now, I'm trying to think how to word it. The infection is like in the crease of her left leg. Yeah. And I know because she's hobbling on like in her leg. hip. Pretty kinda, much. Yeah. I mean, but it's really not her hip. Right. But it's like that fatty bullshit between her hip and her stomach or whatever. But either way, she's been hobbling around. And like I said, her her back legs big around as the barrel end of a baseball bat. And it's going down now, yeah. but I've I've been having to tote her ass <laughs> up those infamous steps that, that you were trying to, to pull me up, up. That you were trying to pull me up. I had to take like eight of your dogs up that one big ass step, <laughs> dude. I swear, man, it's I, that one big ass step that fucks you. Oh, uh, once you get to going, it's okay. Yeah, it's like getting that first, and even uh, Tallulah, she's just been looking around like, "Are you want me to try this <laughs> shit?" Or, <laughs> but you know. Dude, she's so fucking fat, though. I feel like I, it's almost like uh, Gilbert Grape and his fucking mom. <laughs> you know, it's like... Matching uh, the gas tank. <laughs> oh, God. It's like, dude, I almost feel like uh, I need a wheelchair for your fat ass. Yeah. Try to, if you die, we're just going to have to move and I'm going to burn this motherfucker down. <laughs> because I can't, you know, uh, get you to your <laughs> grave uh, or whatever. But, dude, it's just... It's really been a stressful time for me. Right. And... and like I've said before, doing this show is almost like therapy. Because you get to talk about it. Yeah, and, and just get it out and laugh about it or whatever. <laughs> but, oh, my God, man. So now you have a little bit more. You, any any kind of closeness to ripping your pants while trying to take her up and down the steps? No. Actually, <laughs> uh, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I've actually got a lot closer with her. Yeah. Because it's, it's almost like, um, you know how you get that, that Iggy? It's like, hey, uh, Grandpa... He might be making it, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then <laughs> right. you try to really, really, really apply yourself to get closer. And, you know, I feel like I've got closer with my, my animal. I've actually been hand feeding her. Right. Uh, because Feeding her hands. No. Um, <laughs> Neighbor kids and stuff. For the, fo- for the first probably three or four days, she wouldn't eat anything. Right. And... I was doing anything, man. It's like, you know, like I said, it's like a kid. I mean, I was doing anything to try to figure out how can I make her get an appetite. I finally just broke into the lunch meat, man. So now I'm not sure she even is going to go back to dog food. So I think I've actually made (laughs) it. made it worse. I've made it worse, a worser situation. But I'm, dude, um, the garbage man came. 
and that perked her ass up. It was almost, I thought she was ribbing. <laughs> I seriously, I thought she was ribbing because she was like fucking the garbage in- mate came and that perked her ass up. Dude, my friends are coming to see me. No, seriously, the garbage men come twice a week and right. it, it is like she loses her fucking mind. I mean, like, loses her mind every single time. And, she was fucking, I mean, she might as well had IVs hooked up to her ass. It was in, in a heart monitor. It was like, oh, God, Tallulah's one foot in the grave, you know. And on Tuesday, the garbage man came. She jumps up, starts hobbling over to the door, you know, going crazy. There she is. There she is. So I'm not sure if she's really sick, to be honest with you. She may be ribbing. Now she's just wanting you to carry her ass up and down the stairs. I fully expect to be hand-feeding her until she dies. <laughs> <laughs> Which if I keep having a hand feeder will be pretty soon. <laughs> right. I don't know, baby. She was just dead. Like, I ain't I ain't good about washing my hands. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a lot of rat poison at work. <laughs> man, oh man. man. I, I'm just uh I've been fucking uh the dog? <laughs> No, I've been tangled up in my feelings, man. It's, yeah. it's just been a fucking rough last seven days, to be honest with you. But like I said, I'm in my therapy session now. I'm good. Yeah, my my um, one of my buddies, John, he just actually lost his dog. Uh, he found yesterday. Him yeah, <laughs> isn't it bad? Sorry. I have made that joke like so many times about celebrities. Like, oh, we know where he is. He's just Don't dead. you say it about no fucking but dog. But they did the dog, and I'm like, oh, too sick. <laughs> like, really? Like, what is the fuck's wrong Seriously, with me? I, I hate that for but, John, man. Yeah, I really do. apparently, um, and it's about as old as your dog. Maybe it's like two years older. Uh, got into some great, uh, got him some raisins. Ripped a box of raisins open. Is that a bad grapes, thing for dogs? Grapes or? and raisins are they have this acid in it that shuts their kidneys down. Wow! So like if they eat if they eat them like I I didn't know that either. So like when I had my basset hound, I used to toss it grapes every once in a while, and I made a video. <laughs> I ain't got one no more. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> but I made a video where I was tossing it, and she'd catch it out of the middle of the air. I thought it was the coolest thing, and I made a video, put it online, and somebody like raked me over the coals like. <laughs> Motherfucker, you know you're supposed to be doing that. And I'm like, I didn't know. Calling fucking animal control on So you I ended up taking it down. I'm like, oh shit, I'll just take it down. So I took the video oh, down. I thought you were talking about the dog. I, was, I gave her grapes. I put every her down. Day. <laughs> yeah. We won't deal with that bullshit. You can't have grapes and fuck you. <laughs> I ain't dealing with online bullies. Fuck that. <laughs> but uh but no. <laughs> apparently their dog got into some raisins and uh, the kidneys just shut down. Like so, if you have dogs out there, don't give them grapes or raisins or anything like that. It can be very harmful. To or animals. paint thinner. Yeah, <laughs> don't just don't give them paint thinner. <laughs> now, nah, but uh, so once since we went through that sob story, <laughs> how about we do a little palate cleanser, Josh? Let's do it. Josh, Father's Day is on its way. It's this month, actually. I mean, I usually don't celebrate that holiday, but now that I'm a dad, I got to say, we we love shirts. So Father's Day's coming up. Get that bitch a shirt, you know? And where are you going to get that shirt, Josh? You're going to get it from Tee Public. That's where you're going to get it. And how do you get there, Josh? I think if you want to go to Tee Public, which is a reputable company that has awesome designs and anything pretty much pop culture and shirts and clothing that you want. I think you need to go to tinyurl.com slash p3shirts. That's your hookup. Yeah, tinyurl.com slash p3shirts. P3-S-H-I-R-T-S. They now have face masks, Josh. You know, everybody CDC saying wear face mask everywhere you go. What if you listen to The Who? 
If you listen to the who, you who, ain't buying that who, shit. Who, but if you want to buy one and be somewhat responsible, I guess, depending on who you're listening to, T Public now has face masks as well. For every non medical mask sold, we will donate a medical mask grade to the direct relief fund. So, I mean, can't beat that. At least they're trying to look out for somebody. A great company. Go visit them right now. T Public, get your shirts, get your. Get your phone cases, get your masks. Josh switched the ads on me, so I lost train of thought. But anyways, go to T-Public today. P3 Radio's number one hookup for all things shirts, and you did it again. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's a it. fucking ad. P3 Radio, T-Public, tinyurl.com slash P3 shirts. Hey, at least we remembered the website, right? <laughs> tinyurl.com slash P3 Shirts. Ooh. You feel that? Yeah. I feel it too. (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) Nothing. I'm getting a little bit uncomfortable right now. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) I knocked some cups over. I gotta throw these away. I was pushing my arms out like the Jericho pose with my palm spread bouncing my head back and forth. You need to get a hat like this gentleman. Is that a gentleman? That's a woman. That's what I was thinking. Lone lead up for this song, ain't it? God damn, it's like a Metallica fucking lead up. <laughs> I do enjoy this song, though. In front of the mirror? Yes. Me too. From my dick tucked back. <laughs> <laughs> that movie really fucked this song up, didn't it? Dude, best and worst thing that ever happened to this song. Yeah. It's like, hey, it exploded. Seriously, it did. I mean, but it, but you're attached to this creepy thing. Buffalo Bill, baby. One of the best serial killers in a movie ever. Would you fuck me? <laughs> I'd fuck me. <laughs> I'd fuck me so hard. With the damn lotion back in the basket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Where are you going with this? You just like it? I just, or? I heard it. I, I watched um, Clerks 2 last night. And I heard the song, and I was like, ah, I want to play that tomorrow. I watched Clerks 2 one time, got about 30 minutes in, and I turned that shit off. I liked it. The only thing that threw me off on Clerks 2 was how old Dante looked. Yeah, yeah. He looked very but old and tubby. Honestly, man, it seemed like they were trying too hard. Yeah, some they of the were jokes, yeah. It. Some of the jokes seemed like they were forced. Yeah. It just, it, it seemed like but a uh, corporate think, version of the real Clerks. Did you ever watch, I mean, you watched Clerks 1. Some Fuck of the yeah. things, some of the things that bothered I think, me. Clerks, honestly, like if it wasn't for clerks and mall rats and stuff like that, I'm not sure that our humor would be. I mean, I'm, I know it'd be fucked up, obviously, <laughs> right? But I don't, I don't think it would have as much flavor as it did. Because, dude, I'm mall rats was a yeah, mall big rats was awesome fucking deal to me, and, and I know you as well because I brought it over and watched it probably a yeah. hundred times, and then we discovered Clerks, yeah, because it, it was a black and white movie. 
Like, yeah, look, that, watch that. I remember when I was a kid, I was like, I don't want to watch that movie. And people were like, you got to watch this. And and I'm like, I don't want to watch the, it. It's not in color. The same people did Mallrats. And that's when we rented it yeah. and then everything changed. Like, this is the greatest fucking movie ever made. The one thing I hated about <laughs> Clerks, and I still do, is sometimes the dialogue like between the guys and the characters don't sound realistic. Sounds like a read. It sounds like they're reading the lines like yeah. this right here. There's no emotion in it. Right. So, but it is what it is. Monumental, man. Yeah. Either way. Yeah, but the, Dante in the second movie, you could tell he colors his hair because it's like that, that you know, the the color, um, hold on, well, to best explain it. Hey, brother, this Bill Dundee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say anything about the color. I'm just, that kind of gives you an idea. <laughs> but, but yeah, you could tell. And his face is like a little swollen because he's gotten a little older and tubbier, so... But yeah, I enjoyed Clerks too. But man, it is what it is. I mean, it's not like it's an Academy Award movie. It's just just a goofy movie. I think I though, it. whenever you have such a monumental movie, like it's to hard start to do with, sequels, man. Well, unless you're trying to do a certain deal. Like if you're trying to do a sequel and you're not already, you're not already like uh, knee deep in the corporation bullshit of like, well, we got to get these whatever the sponsor wants or whatever right. the, you know this asshole that's in charge of this company that's sponsoring me wants I think that's when things get like uh, convoluted and fucking diluted and all that bullshit right like but if it's a, a sequel like under your own uh, releasing you can make it good yeah I think it's when I mean, you get the big money pockets and trying to appeal to everybody that's when you shit on something I mean I, I love the idea of of sequels they just usually don't ever add up to what I'm expecting and, and it's kind of like brings me to another thing I was thinking about the other day like I was I've been watching a lot like when this whole coronavirus thing hit I was so starved to watch concerts so I found some on like YouTube like full concerts yeah our encore is not the most bullshit thing we've ever invented as a culture <laughs> I'm really not pleased with them I mean is it's like if, if you it's ever, an encore, at least just make it one song. But goddamn, yeah. man, Metallica, when I went and seen them back when I was a kid, but they had like fucking seven songs as the encore. Yeah. It's like, dude, why? I mean, I, I've been to shows, and I get sometimes you just need to go backstage, change shirts, you know, get some water in you, get away from the lights for a second. Um, you know, I've listened to some bands that just said, hey, now's the time when we would act like we're going to get off stage and quit, even though we haven't sung like two of our biggest songs. <laughs> you want me to kill this off? No, I was just looking. I was like, this is like the goddamn Inagata DeVito of songs for weirdos. They only it? have three words, goodbye horses. Oh, it's been like 20 oh. minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's picking up. But yeah, this one band I listened to, Sister Hazel, they were talking about one time, they were like, hey, uh, this would be the time when we pretend that we're not, uh, that we pretend we're going to quit, even though we haven't played two of our biggest songs. Right. Can we just pretend that we did that? Y'all cheer really loud and we just stay out here. And uh, everybody's like, yay. But dude, I've been to so many concerts where we have to go through that same bullshit. It's like, encore, encore. Right. And they come back out like, oh my God, thank you. Can't believe you came back out. Yeah. I mean, Even though you hadn't played, uh, <laughs> like you said, the, top, the two, biggest two biggest fucking songs hits. ever. 
Oh man! Is there any more anything more devastating when they come back out from the encore and go, "All right, this is one from our new album." <laughs> it's like, fuck. Well, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> maybe there is something more devastating. It's whenever you're asking for help. <laughs> You know, asking for something. And then you get denied by your best friend. Not only that, you have to put in physical effort for what you've been denied for. You know, I'd say you pretty much fucked me around last week, to be honest with you. All right. You want me to tell the story or you want to tell it? I think you could start it and I'll I'll finish it. Well, let me get some background music here for me if I'm going to tell this story the right way. I don't think you're going to... I think you're going to tell it your way and then I'll correct everything, but go ahead. (laughs) It's hard to say. I'm sorry about Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So my wife and I decided to buy a new mattress for my daughter who never sleeps in her bed, by the way. Um, So we'll just buy her a new one, right? No. I mean, the mattress, eh, it just wasn't as comfortable as the one that me and my wife have on our bed. Mind you, she doesn't sleep in it, so how she would, would she well, know? Uh, she slept in it before. Whenever she, my wife kicks me out of the bed, <laughs> I and I go up there and sleep whenever <laughs> I'm drunk and trying to get frisky, <laughs> and she gets pissed. My, That's how uh, I know. Literally, my, wife, my daughter has slept up in this bed, came down in the middle of the night, and got in our bed and kicked me out of my bed, and I've climbed up there in her bed, and I'm like, man, this mattress is kind of... It's not its not like mine, you know? It's not bad. It's not uncomfortable. It's a bed, but it's just, you know, nothing sleeps like your mattress. Right. So we got a mattress like ours for it. Well, I'm not one that would go through and, you know, just say, hey, anybody want this? I'm more of a... I'm going to throw this out. You know what I mean? Right. So my wife goes, I'm going to put this... Uh, I put that mattress on Facebook to see if anybody wants it. I'm like, why would you do that? You know, because now it's like, you're just making a problem. You know, right. you know you're now, creating now, a situation. Now, if I want to go somewhere, I can't. I've got to be here and help load the thing. I got to help get it down the stairs. <laughs> you think you are. You yeah. think you will. That's the thought. But uh, <laughs> so I'm going to cut you off on, right I'm, there, so buddy. So you sent me a text. I'm going to cut you off right. right there. My wife. Now. Like you said, your wife put that shit on Facebook. That's like a fucking APB to all wives, needy motherfuckers in the uh, surrounding areas. <laughs> hey, I seen uh, re- literally my wife, who had worked the night before, mind you, and been in bed for probably three hours, gets up out of the bed. And that's a situation because she's supposed yeah. to be sleeping. She's like, hey, Richard's wife just put a mattress on Facebook. We need a full-size mattress. I mean, you know, Jason is old. Maybe uh, you you can throw his shitty mattress out and get Richard's if they're just giving it away. (laughs) Won't you text him? Won't you text him? I was like, baby, I don't want to deal with that bullshit. (laughs) I love how our wives were the ones that did all this. Yeah. So I blame our wives, Josh. (laughs) I I do too, man, just to be honest with you. But I'm like, baby, I don't want to do that shit. You know, he's probably just going to throw it out or give it to somebody. That's what I wanted to do. I just wanted to throw it out. And what does my wife say? It's only been 30 minutes since she posted it. Nobody's (laughs) commented. Text him. (laughs) Hurry. So I text you. And you're like, uh, I said, hey, man, um, I see you're giving away a, a, a full-size mattress. Right. If, if nobody's called for it, you know, uh, maybe I could get it. To and which you replied, thanks, already called for, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Do yeah. you really need it? And I said, no, man. Because we were going we uh, to sidestep that 
that person that got it. Be oh, like, if he really needs it, definitely, yeah, yeah. I was but like, well, my son's. Like, I mean, he's got a mattress. It's old, but he's got one. Yeah. You know, it was just my wife. I, I I thought she was being petty or whatever, but either way, she cursed um, me. <laughs> no, no, well, fuck she, him then. <laughs> no, she was like, uh, no, my mom had texted me at that point. Heather told me that Richard's got a goddamn mattress. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. He's already given it to somebody. Oh my God. You women, you're going fucking. But my mom, she's like, you need to text Richard, need to text Richard. And by that point, I had already texted you. I was like, I already did it. (laughs) um, I remember uh, you texted me back. He was like, well, uh, so and so's already called for it. Blah, blah, blah. Do you need one? I was was like, like, no. If you need it, because I told my wife, I was like, "If if he needs it, we can tell her that I gave it away already. And she was like, well, they're supposed to be coming this afternoon when she gets off from work. And I'm like. <sighs> so I was like, okay, fine. And I, I, I tell my wife and my mom or whatever. And they're like, shit. Okay. <laughs> shit. So I come over. Well, fuck him too. <laughs> I come over and we do our show last week and it was glorious, whatever. And I'm leaving. I'm walking down the stairs. Yeah. And what happens? Well, this is two weeks ago. It wasn't last week because we had the long week last week. Oh, yeah. So two weeks ago. Um... <laughs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> so <laughs> we're at the top of the stairs and we hear a knock at the door. My wife comes in and it's the people to come pick up the mattress. So Josh, being the friend that he is, grabs... No, no, no. no. Don't fucking do it like that. I try to be a good guy, man. I do. I try to be a good guy. You know, I'm that guy. Hey, if you need help, you ask him. He's not going to... He'll do it. Right. I'm that guy. So what does old Josh do? What does old Josh do? He grabs the I'm already at the top of the stairs. And uh, your wife's like, hey, uh, insert name is here. <laughs> You're in, I mean, like, you literally walk from the hallway of the stairs back into the studio. Uh, yeah. You're just like, well, I got to do this. <laughs> well, I was trying to post the show. Like, when we finished the show, you shotgun out of here like somebody's looking for you. <laughs> oh. You you run like a wrestler that owes child support. <laughs> that bitch gonna know I'm in town. <laughs> I gotta work my match, get my money, and get well, out of here. I mean, goddamn, I'm done. Yeah. You know? So I've got to I've got to finish editing the show. Well, I don't edit, but I got to finish doing the sound. <laughs> What's that? I got to do finish doing the sound match. So we take out the background noise and then post the show and then ten seconds in. of my life. Well, it takes a second, but you were at the top of the stairs and I don't have shoes on, and I was coming. Coming back to get my shoes too. Those precious feet of yours. They do. They're very sensitive. But uh, you, my fucking wife, are the only ones I know that that cannot, absolutely cannot walk on concrete with bare feet. I can't. It hurts. I make fun of her ass all the time. Can you go check the mail? What? Why can't you go check the mail? I don't have shoes on. Neither do I. (laughs) Do you you have slippers? My feet. My feet. Well, you know what? Maybe you shouldn't be so sensitive. How about that? (laughs) So. So I don't have shoes on. Josh, Fuck you, Josh. I just want you to know that helping out, he helps get me get the mattress. Wasn't helping nothing. I dragged the motherfucker. No, I was behind you. I helped pull the mattress down the stairs. I literally dragged the son of a bitch down the stairs by myself. You just oh, I came back looking for my shoes. That's yeah. why I came so back. So I was dragging it by myself, <laughs> and 
the guy that is the recipient of this, you know what he's doing? Watching you. He's watching me at the bottom of the stairs. You know? I'm just like, you jack off. Oh, man. You need to help me. So I'm still scrambling to find my shoes. <laughs> man. I'm still scrambling to find my shoes and everything. And so when we get downstairs... Uh, <laughs> Mind you, this uh, upstanding citizen that you've given this mattress yeah. to does not lend a hand until I'm halfway out the door. <laughs> and I don't even know what car I'm putting yeah. in at this point. I'm just like, well, I guess I'm going to bring it outside. So I look outside and Josh and this guy have have the mattress and they're like literally 10 feet from the car. And I'm and, like, well, fuck it. I don't even need to get my shoes. And you're still putting your fucking... I'm trying to find my shoes. I found my shoes and I've got one foot in and I noticed that y'all pretty much got it in the car. And, and you, so. you like a standard jack off. Like, hey, hey, I'll help you. Hold <laughs> I on. I was trying. I and was I, trying and I literally look back and you're like, no, I got it. Because <laughs> so I'm like at dude's trunk. So I just start laughing. And we get we get him loaded up. And they go back inside because they're... They're kind of related to us, so kind of related. They're um, they're kind of related to us, so they go back in to see the house and everything because they hadn't been here. And uh, so I'm and stuck and loading Josh. their fucking trunk with a mattress that I asked for. Yeah, I told Josh, and, I and like, he's already inside. I just started laughing. I'm like, and you were like, what? And I was like, not only did I not give you the mattress, I made you load it up for the person. <laughs> And then that jack-off went inside for it was done. Uh, God damn it, man. That's me, dude. I always get in the bone, man. Always get in the bone. I can't fucking win the hey, lottery. Hey. I can't fucking. I, I got to go back to work. To I was the only one. I can't one. get the goddamn mattress. I was the only one drunkenly pleading with somebody to help me get you off the lawn exactly. that night. Even my own mother was like, <laughs> oh, leave his fine. ass outside. Leave his ass in the gutter. <laughs> leave his ass out there. He'll just freeze to death. He'll oh. be, learn, teach him a lesson. I bet if he gets frostbite on that tip of that dick and he has to cut it off, he'll learn. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I was a little bit pissed. Well, you puked on me that night, too. <laughs> I guess that's the that's the receipt I get. Yeah, right? I had to clean out my car. The mattress is the receipt. All kinds of stuff that was in my car. Ugh. Mostly the seat belt because you puked all over yourself. It was you know, a, it was a bad night. It was, but I, I would have cleaned it. But what I, it's just not right, man. What y'all did to me last week, it's not right. Well, here's my sorry for you. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh man. Oh, but well, dude, I laughed. I laughed literally. <laughs> I'm sorry. I literally uh, laughed for like a day over that. It's like best and I friends, told Julie, huh? I was like, best yeah, because that's what you said. Lifelong best Cause, friends. Because that was the first thing you said when I brought it to your attention. It's like, oh yeah, best friends. <laughs> but uh, but I remember telling Julie, I was like, I was laughing about it. And she's like, what's so funny? And, I and was she's like, like, oh, we kind of did fuck around. Yeah, <laughs> we did kind of majorly. We shoved it in, no spit lube, nothing, didn't we? We just dry boned the Ooh, shit out of that. We daddy imprisoned that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. i tell you who else needs a daddy, dude. It's a goddamn Superdome. <laughs> Superdome needs a daddy? They do need a daddy because Mercedes-Benz has said, 
we ain't sponsoring you next year, bitch. Oh, what? Yeah. You mean the, done. the car company didn't sell enough cars from the sponsorship? I don't know why not. I mean, why haven't they sold? Oh, yeah, the pandemic. Never mind. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Do, does anybody ever really? I know they call it Nissan Stadium but for the Titans now. Do you know who has uh, excelled in the pandemic? Who's that? Porn companies. Porn companies. Yes, God. they have. Everybody's getting their handy on now because they're <laughs> all at home. And who better than to take over the daddy role? Of the fucking uh, Superdome than an adult website. Do you, uh, you know, that's the headline. An adult <laughs> website submits bid for the Saints Superdome. Now, honestly, do you believe that the NFL would let this happen? I don't think so. I mean, can you imagine but here's the Bob thing. Costas here from <laughs> Pornhub Superdome? Or not Pornhub, Well, it's obviously. a dome, so it looks like a tit anyway. <laughs> <laughs> We're here from Tit Stadium Superdome. <laughs> oh, my God. We're Fucking maturesonly.com <laughs> We're here Superdome. from bigoldtitties.com <laughs> Superdome. <laughs> Or Tiggo Biddies. <laughs> We're here from Tiggo Biddies Superdome. <laughs> DesperateAmateurs.com Superdome right. here. That's like literally a shoot one of my favorite deals. <laughs> <laughs> they wear socks? I might get into I this. I am a big fan, dude. Oh my uh, God. They wear knee socks? I might have to look at it. Oh no. We'll it's pull just this real, up when you real leave. people. Before you leave, we'll pull this up and look real at people. it. Real people. Real <laughs> people. What's it called? <laughs> DesperateAmateurs.com. Desperate <laughs> Lane and Pet, how are you doing? <laughs> uh, yeah, the headline does say adult website announces 15 million bid for naming rights to the Saints Superdome. And 15 million during this pandemic. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of fucking money. That's a that's a huge sponsorship for a stadium, man. And really, I mean, I mean when that, you think about it, what all is entailed in a sponsorship? It's just literally like just a, we'll just name it, and, and then they they mention it for, on their programs and for what used to be the uh, Adelphia Coliseum, which is where the Titans play. It's now Nissan Stadium, right? Which Nissan is closely yeah because uh, they have a uh, Nissan uh, factory factory that yeah. makes uh, Nissan engines and cars. Literally uh, a few miles away from Nashville. So what they do is a lot of times they'll put up these big billboards. It gives them a right to put up billboards and ads and like their name. If you mention that stadium, you now have to call it the Nissan Stadium. Right. Like you can't just call it, you know, whatever, you know, FedEx Field or Lincoln Park or <laughs> Lincoln <laughs> Like now you <laughs> It doesn't even matter. Oh man. Anyways, um, but yeah, you have to call it that. So, um, so yeah, the naming rights are big. It's like that's that's huge advertisement, especially if you get like a, a major team. Like the Saints are a huge team right now. Oh yeah, I, I mean, mean, there's all of the surrounding states besides Texas are pretty much on board with the yeah, Saints. Even Saints fans here, our next door neighbors are Saints fans, and which they were Saints fans before. Yeah. the Titans and yeah, all yeah, that yeah, yeah, because yeah. you know they didn't want to be. Falcons fans, right. goddamn! Who wants to do that? Our Cowboys. Uh, I mean, I, I like the Cowboys back in the the day, but I almost BT's a Cowboys fan. Yeah, but I almost uh, correlate the Cowboys with the Bulls. Yeah, it's like uh, you're going to jump after, on that winning bandwagon. Well, no, it's it's almost after a certain amount of time, all of the people that you liked were because you look at '99. Who was left? Ron Harper. <laughs> and, and, and Kukoc for like a year. I liked Co Tony Kukoc. I did too. I liked 
all of the fucking 90s bulls, man. But it was like um, it was like the team got an enema. Yeah. And then it was over, you know. And then we got a team uh, two years later. So it was like once we had the Memphis Grizzlies, well, fuck. You know, I got a home team now. Right. So I never was, was too keen on us keeping the name of the team that would left Vancouver. Right. It used to be Vancouver Grizzlies. Because the closest bear would be at like fucking uh, the Smoky Mountains yeah. or whatever. I always wanted them to use something like the Memphis Pharaohs or something like that. To you know, correlate, to correlate with, with Memphis. The, yeah. yeah, like the Egyptian, the, the pyramids, you know, whatever. Right. But, eh, it is what it is. But, yeah. So you're so, saying no. This this renaming of the stadium here's, in vain of the porn company. Here's the thing happen. about the NFL that you've got to realize. And this this would also encompass other things other than the NFL. It's anything that comes there. So even outside the NFL, but the NFL would probably put a kibosh on it. Ladies and gentlemen, Joel Olstein <laughs> is coming to the Pornhub <laughs> Superdome. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Not going to work. So, you know, from a but here's the thing about the NFL. They'll they'll have beer sponsors. You watch an NFL game. There's yeah. like twenty beer sponsors there, and you're just like, Dude, well, this is a this is a beverage that kills it, people left and right. <laughs> give it ten years. Give yeah. it ten years, and we're gonna have fucking White Widow Stadium or fucking you know whatever trendy uh, weed <laughs> name right. there is at this time. It'll be a, a weed stadium or whatever. I don't know if we'll I have get stadiums. what you're saying. Well, I guess we do have Bush Gardens, right? And, so I mean, what's to stop them? Yeah. I mean, I, that's the thing. I you know, I don't know. I, I guess, but that's the that's the fake morality of it. You know about these NFL stadiums. Like, well, we'll have beer sponsors. We won't talk about jerking off or nothing. We can't. We can't, <laughs> can't talk about no titties. Can't now. call it Blue Chew Superdome. Right. I bet we could. <laughs> the Spunk Lube Center. <laughs> oh my God! Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, what was the What's name? Up, Spunk Lube. Well, Get on board. <laughs> somebody, please. <laughs> What was the name of the it, they the strip the strip chat Superdome? At strip least, chat Superdome, baby. At least has a certain ring to it. Strip chat, an adult website company, announced in an email to Yahoo Sports a fifteen million dollar bid Thursday for naming rights for the Mercedes Benz Superdome, home of the New Orleans Saints. Can I ask you this? Yeah. How would a stripchat.com get? Fifteen motherfucking million dollars. They, like you said, the pandemic's been good to them. Goddamn. I mean, has it been that good though? Well, you think people that are going to these strip clubs, you know as well as I do, there are those lonely people out there that live at strip clubs, and you know, like, oh, dude, yeah, you, you've been around enough, like, like people that there's work. enough hundred dollar a month only fan yeah. subscribers per month. But I'm that saying, let me know there's money in like, that business. Have you ever went to a strip club with a group of guys and you were like, "Hey, I want to, I'm, we're going to go sit and just, let me finish what, let me finish this because you know where I'm going with this." <laughs> but they might not. Have you ever been to a, with a group of guys and uh, and you're like, "All right, we're going to go to a strip club." You know, I hadn't been in like four years. Let's do this. And I hadn't been in this. So you go out there, you go and and one guy on the way there is like, I wonder if Jessica's working tonight. <laughs> like that motherfucker. Oh, man. You know, I ain't been here since Tuesday. It's Thursday. <laughs> I've always been a duos person. It's right. been me and somebody else. Yeah. But I'm saying like you've been around those people that you know, they just pretty much live there. You know what I mean? If they don't live there, they've oh, been yeah. there. Like, well, it'd be me. I'm not going to lie to you. If I'd been a resident of Memphis, Tennessee, right. back in the early 2000s, that'd have been me. Yeah. I literally went and bought sweatpants. <laughs> To wear, to wear there. So I knew I would get something from the lap dance. <laughs> Hand to God, I did that. Did they say it? You should have got windbreakers, man. 
Those are thinner. All the Walmart and fucking Bartlett had was sweatpants. (laughs) Swear to God. And um, it was successful. (laughs) And the funny thing about it was, funny thing about it was, I almost peed my drink. Here's the thing. I just see you walking in in a collared shirt and some gray sweatpants. (laughs) They were gray, too. (laughs) Dude, I swear. A buttoned-up collared shirt. I swear. Boots. like Even better. Even better. I think this motherfucker planned this. I had a denim fucking work shirt with my name on the motherfucker. (laughs) A denim collared work shirt. And the fucking gray sweatpants with the pockets on the side. But yeah, it worked, and uh, <laughs> I just, dude, uh, I wish, I wish that I could have got a little bit more time during those days <laughs> to the tip bar. But yeah, I'm pretty much a pervert, man. Anybody that like prepares that way, and I'm gonna be honest with you, there was nothing wrong with the blue jeans I was wearing. It was all on strategy. Yeah, strategy. I knew that if I wore the sweatpants. That that would be the maximum feel, and it worked like a double weaved cotton condom. Dude, oh my god! It didn't help that the bitch that put it on me was bad as a motherfucker. I mean, oh yeah, man. But she, you can't really hide a uh, a shot stain in that either. <laughs> oh man, I remember. But what was funny about it? I think I'm done. What well, we know, you're done, Josh. We see the big wet stain on your pants, dude. It was even weirder than that. She really looks me in the eyes. You good? Yeah. Well, half the song's still going. <laughs> you, know, you want me to just do uh, over your stuff? or So you just going to walk away? <laughs> I walked away. I went to the it's bathroom. sensitive now. Get off, bitch. <laughs> what are you doing? I ain't a cuddler. <laughs> but yeah, man, I went to the bathroom and uh, I got back to the table. And my buddy, my work partner there, he's like, had to go clean up, huh? That was weird as <laughs> Everybody shit. Everybody in the club knew. You knew. You know how, like, honest, how fucking yeah. brutally honest you are after you bust a nut? <laughs> yeah. It's like all that all that comes fucking cleared from your cerebellum. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, fuck. I'm free-spirited now. I can tell the truth. I how much that. shame you have. <laughs> there was no shame. He's seen who I went in that fucking room you with. You mean the man that bought sweatpants for this is no uh, shame? <laughs> he's seen who I walked in there with. He's like, oh, buddy, you had a good time, didn't you? Had to go clean up, huh? I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, uh, I was getting paid, too. Goddamn, felt like a whore. <laughs> They're paying me to be here. They, I was literally being paid by the hour to be in there, oh. just like the stripper. They're like, me and you are the same. <laughs> She was just bouncing that ass off that. She said, no, we're not the same. <laughs> I know your real name. Yeah. It's on your shirt. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know you ain't shit, bitch. You think my real name's Chastity? <laughs> uh, the I didn't co- care what she can call herself fucking Bill. All I give a damn. She was hot. <laughs> I don't care what she said. Oh, man. Uh, and what's even more creepier, like... To, to be honest, when we pulled up outside of the strip club, guess who else was pulling up and getting out of their own personal car? Who's that? That one stripper. And uh, I looked at her, and I feel like a serial killer saying this, but I was like, I'm going to get a lap dance from her. <laughs> and I did. <laughs> it felt like a scouter or something, scouting report. Oh, no. I'll tell you what there, Jeremy, I'm going to get her <laughs> in that back room, and I'm going to get her to rock my world. <laughs> 
You just you take the pants out. <laughs> I tell you what, I think I'll get better traction like this. She looks like she can be a squirter. Now, did the did the sweatpants were they open cuffed bottomed like uh, uh, near the boot or were like they karate like pants <laughs> or were they fucking were they, ribbed? Yeah, or were they the ones that had the ribbed? the velcro on them that you were supposed to tuck into your shoes? So, uh, athletic or karate pants? Yeah, what kind of full on karate pants? <laughs> so, what doesn't help the situation? What does not so help you the situation? you went in there looking like you get a check every month. Dude, I went in there looking like a fucking refugee <laughs> from a fucking like war-torn country. I had on a denim blue jean. They probably called you Goodwill Gary. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Goodwill Gary's back again. I had the denim shirt on with my name and my company tag on the other side. <laughs> Sweatpants and some motherfucking camo Rocky work boots. <laughs> Hunting boots. <laughs> God fucking damn. I might as well have had Sunday shoes on <laughs> just to complete the outfit. Damn. Is your handler here? Can you actually, or is it, am I going to go to jail if I give you a dance? Right. <laughs> it didn't make it any better that you had an accident midway right. through the song and had to leave. <laughs> Are you done? Like Forrest Gump. <laughs> when Man. Jenny just touched it and he exploded. Oh. <laughs> I feel dizzy. <laughs> Did you say that before that you was in me. the bathroom? I feel dizzy. <laughs> that was that, that's me. Oh man. Dude. Uh well, naming the Mercedes Benz Superdome the strip chat uh Superdome uh Isn't gonna work. I don't think it's gonna work, but their their logic is is fair because if you've ever been to New Orleans uh, they say, in our opinion, New Orleans is the party capital of the United States. It's always been synonymous with nightlife and entertainment, which is true. If you've ever been on Bourbon Street, you can't walk 10 feet without seeing tits or or hearing, you want to come to the titty club? It's titty. Like, there's one guy that was standing out there. He's like, you know what time it is, guys? It's titty time. Here. <laughs> he's like handing out blo- brochures. It's like. Handing out blowjobs. I heard that being on them. <laughs> the gentlemen's clubs. Like, and they're competing. They're like. Owned by the same people, too. That's the thing. You Don't go like, in there. That bitch got gonorrhea. She'll get it yeah. all over your front. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, he, they do have a point there. Uh, famous for nightlife strips uh, in the world. Um, I'd like to think that we here at Strip Chat, everybody, some of New Orleans characters, character and flair, embody, <laughs> embody some of New Orleans character and flair. Yeah. I mean, like I said. You know Strip Chat's probably got the money because you've got people out there that's like, if they're spending all that money at the strip clubs, they got to spend that revenue somewhere. <laughs> they're not going to save <laughs> right. it, Josh. I mean, and what, what's putting it in escrow or an IRA? Buy a flashlight and Strip Chat. <laughs> fuck it. Just fuck it. Literally fuck it. <laughs> I'm going to fuck my money. <laughs> I fuck money. Oh, got that Virgil man. money. But yeah, I don't see it happening, but... Oh, man. Uh, one thing that I do want to get to before it disappears in the news, Josh, murder hornets. Are they still coming? Or? We've got murder hornets apparently coming into America now. Now, I thought those were about done. So I heard they were in Washington State. Washington State. They've made the trip from there. Or as your granny was, or your memo. Washington. 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 That's a southern thing. Washington. It is. Washington. Washington. Oh, that's the way I get with the, when I say your name, like I'm imitating your mom. I'll say Joshua. 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 There's an R in there <laughs> but, somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, dude, these things are pretty rough. This is a video that I saw. It's called Hornet versus Rat. And that's a mouse. It's not a rat. But look how big that thing is. That's a murder hornet right it's like there, Josh. like a baby rat. That's not a baby. That's a mouse. 
That's a mouse. But look at that thing. They're playing the psycho music in the background. And it's stinging the shit out of this this mouse. Looks like it's fucking it. It's biting its ear, too. You see that? They have, these that. things have teeth. <laughs> You've had an encounter like this. Some of them like when you bite that ear. Where <laughs> you're on her back, she's trying to get away, and you're. That's the best part. Pushing that stinger that in her. Bite that ear. Put that stinger in there. But look at that. The sting has pretty much killed the mouse, and now it's on its head, and it, the mouse has found a will to live again. But like, it is fucking that mouse up. Look, the mouse can't even fight back anymore. Well, he stung it about a thousand times. Why did he, he bitch ass flew away? He's still alive, though. You can see him breathing. Yeah. What was the point of that, though? I like, mean, just to show you how badass murder hornets well, are. Well, I'm saying, why did the hornet do that? And then okay. here's one attacking a cicada, which it's cicada season, too, Dude, by the way. Dude, you figure them son of bitches would have had enough time to rest up and just, <laughs> just buck on through this murder hornet and fucking kill its ass, but no. And cicadas, mind you, are locusts, and those are the things made of plagues. Are cicadas not the most bullshit insect, lazy bullshit insect? They, they hide underground for, like, what, five, six years? Then they come More out. Then they come Things out like and they leave their fucking exoskeletons all over the place. Like, I'll just leave this here. Yeah, I'll just leave it here on your um, your rocker on your front porch. And so I'll by, just leave it right here. My, uh, mind you, I'll fucking make noise the whole time I'm doing this shit. It's fucking awful, the cicada noise, but uh, murder hornets are solving that, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> my thing is, dude, the one thing we forgot about, what about fucking gators? I'm still worried about the fucking alligators. <laughs> like... Dude, That's the thing, everybody. And you say that to somebody in West you, Tennessee, and they're like, "Oh my god!" All I see is a boot making opportunity. <laughs> That's all I see. I, see. I can make me some wallets. Uh, WTRA uh, TWRA says you can't kill them. They're Dude, a protected species. Tell Ray J <laughs> that you can't kill them and see what happens. He'll have my his god, ass in my yard, ain't they? He'll have his ass a pair of boots and two wallets made. And anything no in my cross base, I can kill with my buck knife. <laughs> It don't fucking matter. He'll have them done. Dude, that's the thing. It's like, but like the the thing about it is I've told a few people, it was like, well, you know, we've got alligators coming up yep. and they give me that same, that's some bullshit, you know, it's because not. there's been so much shit that's been said on Facebook that's not real yeah. that they look at that and they're like, oh no, that's bullshit. Dude, I, radio station had the TWRA, TWRA woman in yeah. where they were talking about it and I sent in a message. Hey, what are we think? What are we thinking about these alligators? And she was like, and the guy laughed. You know, Brad laughed a little bit, but she's like, yeah, they're migrating up. Oh yeah, it's known that they will. And, and you and you're you're you know you're you're fucking with yourself to not believe that they would have, because I mean you look at uh, armadillos, you know fucking armadillos uh, were brought here, brought here. Yes, um, because the first time I saw him, my stepdad who follows all of that agriculture and stuff like yeah. He said they were actually brought here and populated here to be another species. I don't remember what the cause was. They brought them here for a reason, but they were actually not. They didn't migrate up. We just brought them here. I'd actually read somewhere where they did migrate up. They might have too. And, I mean, they might have migrated like up. said, like over, well. over, a, uh, I think it was like when we were kids, you know, in the 80s or whatever, there was only so many. And then by the time that, you know, the year 2000 was, there was like so many thousands more. Right. You know, I can't I'm, imagine. It could that, be a mix of both, you know, and that could be what's happening with alligators. These people buying 
exotic pets, walking them in PetSmart for a well, week, and it's then not only them that, in the, you got Lake Graham. You got to think about like all of the, uh, you know, their hab their natural habitats is being invaded by subdivisions and different businesses and stuff that's actually running them away yeah. from where they actually live, and you know the. You you either got you know four choices go up down west or fucking east right and I remember uh, I was talking to this uh, talking with this with my niece's boyfriend and he's from like Meridian Mississippi which is halfway down through Mississippi yeah and he said they have them there and they've had them there for a while and he's like we just kind of live with them they don't bother you and I'm like fucking that's a fucking monster (laughs) right that is a monster (laughs) and it's probably you know like like you say I mean. There's motherfucking people under 10 years old in Louisiana right. that will go and get a gator themselves, being a child, go right. out and kill a gator themselves. And mind you, they're not like fucking just uh, going up and shooting them and they're wrestling them right. and, and getting them and fucking then killing them. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a whole different world down there. Did- I think... After a certain amount of time, like uh, our kids' kids, yeah. we're totally comfortable. Yeah, I don't know. Which man. that doesn't make me feel any right. better. I'm gonna say this: if I can look at it and think if it's in my crawl space, would I be scared? <laughs> yeah, that's one of them. I'd be scared to death if I oh, found a gator in your crawl space. Well, I gotta fucking move. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think that I'm living over a fucking death monster, that I'm one earthquake away from being this thing's meal. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Snakes, too. I don't like snakes. I'm terrified of snakes. I'm going to be honest. I, I would rather fuck with an alligator than I would like a, a boa constrictor yeah. or something like that. Because I honestly think... At least you can outrun. Well, I know what the, the gimmick is with the gators. Yeah. I mean, if you just get a handle... On her, their jaws. Yeah, you push can, them down. You can hold them together. I mean, a child can hold them together. Yeah. It's just, you got to be careful. But a boa constrictor or something like that, you're fucked. My uh, daughter's actually held an alligator before, like one of the baby ones in Florida. Yeah. Fuck that. Uh, and, and we've held, we, I think I've held one too. I can't remember if it was a picture of it or not. But there's this place called Fudpuckers in Florida. They have like a little alligator. Did you just call me? Fudpuckers. <laughs> but they, they, they have this little alligator sanctuary, and the thing was only about a foot and a half long. But they tell you they're Still. like they're like if this thing bit you, it probably take off a finger. Like that's how much power they have. But right. they hand it to you, and it's got its jaws with like maybe two wraps of electrical tape, <laughs> and you're like, that's all fuck? it takes. But though. that's all it takes. But you know, you're thinking. Motherfucker, two right. wraps of electrical like, all tape. All you gotta do is get that jaw open, but you're not. I mean, you know, electrical tape hasn't been the most secure tape in the world. I could see duct tape, maybe, but right. electrical. You get some electrical tape slightly wet and see how much that stuff slides. <laughs> this motherfucker yeah. will lick, lick its lips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, but no, man. I, I I don't know. I'm I'm more concerned. They just said they found one in in Kentucky Lake or Lake. Like uh, it was, it was uh, close to here. It was in Tennessee. Yeah. It was uh, in uh, Dyersburg, and it wasn't a small baby alligator either. It, it was, was a legit big alligator. There was a picture that uh, the TWRA, that is the deal, yeah, right? Tennessee Wildlife uh, Reservation Association, yeah, right? something like that. They uh, put it on their official Facebook. They said yeah. this is legit. Be careful. Learn to live with them. Yeah, <laughs> basically because it was on the Tennessee River or whatever. Now, you know. Uh, like we said, migration and whatnot. I mean, the Mississippi River goes all the way from the mouth of the fucking ocean in Louisiana right. all the way to Minnesota and I mean, beyond. But, I mean, you'd be a fool to think that they wouldn't migrate up. But here. here's the thing. It's like, 
I've seen people saying stuff on Facebook like, TWRA needs to do something about this. We need to eradicate them because they're going to fuck up the river. And I'm like, what do you want them to do? Like, how? Right. Like, how are we going to stop alligators from coming up? I guess if you made it legal to kill them, you could eradicate them from here. Yeah. But they're not going to do that. I mean, because, I mean, they are a protected species. But that makes me wonder, like, how do they get away with doing it? Like, on you remember that show Swamp Hunters? Or was it Swamp Hunters, the name of it? Uh, you're talking about the um, Swamp People, yeah. and there was another one. But I, Swamp People was the biggest one. Yeah, and I remember I watched I that, that show. Thing. I laughed my ass off by how redneck country shit that was. That was beyond redneck, Because buddy. they're setting up like chicken on like these strings. <laughs> now, D, what I'm going to do there, I'm going to put it on the hook. <laughs> I'm going to hang it on the tree and I'm going to come back later. And they would tonight. catch a gator. And this is how every gator wrestling match would end with them. They'd be trying to pull it in the boat. Water would be splashing. And then they'd just, they'd have a, hold him steady, hold him steady. And they'd have a guy trying to, this was every one of them. This is how this, this would be like if every match ended with a DQ. You knew how this was going to end. So he's like, hold him steady, hold him steady. And water's splashing. And then they do like a, a close up of like the shooter's eyes, <laughs> like it's a fucking karate movie <laughs> and you hear <laughs> in slow motion <laughs> and then they're pulling this dead gator onto the boat <laughs> and then you realize jay paul was only shooting a fucking 22 <laughs> right. you're like oh god that's right. all it takes whatever but you got to be on point with that because yeah. they say uh you can't be like you know even four or five feet they have small small brains well no the the thing about it is um their skin it, it, the 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 way it is, it's like if you have a shotgun or something like that, you can't just be four or five feet away and shoot at them. It'll just bounce off and a ricochet and kill. You know, right. hit you. Right. They say if you got, uh, I mean, that's why a twenty suit, a twenty two caliber suffices because they get so they literally put the barrel right by their fucking head, right, and then pull the trigger. It's because it it's enough to penetrate the skin and bone. And get to the, you know, kill them or whatever. But I, I mean, was just fine with it because, like, get these monsters out of here. <laughs> what are they providing? What service are they providing? I mean, you know, uh, I, just, uh. I, I like it in the in terms of, like, they're pretty to look at and stuff like that. Like I said, I got, I'm not as afraid of them as I am snakes. Right. But uh, I feel like it's a, it's an opportunity. Yeah. You know, if you If you're trying to make some money. You know, and hopefully, like I said, if things do keep going in the way of migration, maybe Tennessee will get on board and let some of the residents here make some money, you know, because Louisiana and Mississippi both pay their residents a certain amount of money per gator, the ones they fucking kill. You know, at least uh, those. Uh, Is it just to kind of help the traders or whatever? The it may population. be, but I know at least in Louisiana, they 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 got places you can take them and get a certain amount of money per, uh, I guess, uh, feet or maybe it's the weight or whatever that that they pay you on or whatever. But I know uh, there's plenty of money to be made in that business if you're willing to, you know, let your nuts down and right. actually go and try to get it. Yeah. Which. Well, while we're on the animal subjects, Josh, uh, this will be our last one for today. Uh, we all did stupid things as kids, right? Oh, definitely. And, uh, and I met you. We, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't let you die on your lawn. <laughs> it was stupid. I should have done that. <laughs> Gutter. But I would have. I would have. Uh, I would have saved myself a pair of pants. <laughs> uh, but no, the uh, news story that came out from the New York Post today uh, or this week. Boys let Black Widow bite them in hopes of turning into Spider-Man. 
I know we watched wrestling, and you know they didn't you know, have the "don't do this, don't try this at home" thing when we were kids. And even oh, even no. if they did, we would have done it. But yeah, did, did they have to like, put that on the fucking Spider Man magazines now? I don't think the so. Spider Man comic books. I Sorry. think it's just you got the um, those little dumbasses that are probably going to, like you said, get a check whenever they get of age. Anyways, <laughs> doing this kind of shit and. They're from Bolivia, so they may have been like... <laughs> so, yeah. three, three young Bolivian brothers were hospitalized after getting a Black Widow spider bite. <laughs> They're brothers. They're all cut from the same cloth. <laughs> yeah. This is kind of like three when you hear a dumbasses. coronavirus uh, boom and you're like, well, they're all in the same building. <laughs> That's why we got all 15, 15 new cases in my ass. They all lived in the same place, <laughs> all in the same house. All 15 of them were in there. You can't count that as 15 new cases. <laughs> Damn it, I won't see Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Snoop, motherfucking dog. Y'all all fucking up <laughs> getting these new cases of COVID. <laughs> Yo. And so, Snoop yeah. Dogg ain't coming in motherfucking August. <laughs> Fuck you. The Marvel loving siblings, ages 12, 10, and 8, found the spider while herding goats. <laughs> They're just looking for I a did, way out at this point. I did not know that uh, Marvel Comics had an outlet. In the Bolivian jungles. Right. Like, I feel like if you're herding goats, you probably shouldn't be spending money on comic books. It's like you go to the country store. I can either buy a flashlight or motherfucking <laughs> Spider-Man number 456. <sighs> Spider-Man it is. Uh, thinking it would give them superhero powers, they prodded it with a stick until it bit each one of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, apparently the, those brothers didn't have Encyclopedia Britannica. Finding them crying. Yeah, they couldn't save up enough money for that. Uh, it was a flashlight or a Spider-Man comic book. I didn't know book. shit. <laughs> Thinking it would... Uh, okay. Finding them crying, their mom rushed them to a nearby <laughs> hospital, which transferred them into a... Near, which, medical center, which transferred them into a nearby hospital. The world would be Peter. The would be Peter Parkers were transferred to a third a third time. I love how this article is like just dissing that. The Listen, shit out these of fuckers. Them. Listen what these fuckers did. <laughs> Who wrote this? My one of my aunts. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Listen what these damn people did. These damn idiots. <laughs> like we talk about this day and age and shit like that. And yeah. I think you know we give ourselves a pass because we know what type of people we are. Right. But I mean, whenever you're like a, a company. As big as the New York Post, you figure you wouldn't be demeaning to right. fucking 12, now, if they 10, and 8-year-olds. If they would have died, the New York Post would have said a tragic story where three times... In the Bolivian jungle. What do we need to do to make sure kids don't know these comic books are real? I, mean, I think this we need to put warning signs. We, I mean, this is really a big issue. And right. it's like, But now, no, no, the, the, they didn't die, so it's like, these idiots, listen to <laughs> what they did. They do the TMZ boys. Three idiot Bolivian kids think they're going to be Spider-Man. <laughs> God. Got one of them fucking horns. Yeah. <laughs> With venom 15 times stronger than a rattlesnake, <laughs> black widows are one of the most feared spiders in the world, unless you're three Bolivian boys. <laughs> you prod it with a stick. Come on, fucker. Do something. <laughs> Come be Spider-Man. Oh, man. While their bites are not usually fatal, children are among those most at risk. So, yeah, eight. Because their organs are so small. I mean, doesn't the the Black Widow's venom fucking attacks like your organs? It puts you in paralysis and shit. Right. It's fucking dangerous. Oh, the arachnids are not aggressive. <laughs> she brought them with a fucking stick <laughs> <laughs> and bite only in self defense. National Geographic says, including in it, including it seems when prodded by young superhero fans. 
Um, but yeah, man, I, I'm just sitting here looking at eight, eight ten, and twelve, and I'm thinking two, four, and six. What are you doing? Can you if, imagine if having those are your hits? What are you doing? Whenever they get home from oh, the hospital. If, if this would have been one of us, what I, I would think, our mom would have done? Dude, my mom would have got a belt and whipped my ass inside <laughs> the hospital while I was still on the IV. Touch what another the fucking fuck spider. What wrong with you? What the fuck is wrong? <laughs> like, it would have been a thing. Now, the know? eight-year-old, I can kind of see. The nurses, she shouldn't have done that boy like that. That's bullshit. Uh, here's the thing. I have an eight. Uh, well, she'll be eight pretty soon. So I'm about to have an eight-year-old. I can kind of forgive the eight-year-old a little bit, but the other one's in fucking middle school. Right. <laughs> you're 12. <laughs> if you're fucking wanking it to Playboy. You're probably you going to be wearing some like. You should be smart enough not to fucking uh, try to end all that. And you're probably going to be wearing some gray sweatpants to a strip club pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, I mean, that's just. I mean, yeah. What would our mom said? My mom. <laughs> she, your mom would have done the same thing my ass she'd have beat your there. ass in the hospital there would have been a bunch of shit said right <laughs> like that was the thing i remember Look, when i was a kid if you can't save him if you can't save him that's fine okay <laughs> okay that's fine but you need to try so i can whoop his ass some more <laughs> that was the thing my mom always like like now looking back on it how many curse words i heard when i was like, i remember my mom telling me that i would fuck up a wet dream <laughs> <laughs> She didn't say fuck up. She's like, damn, you'd screw up a wet dream. <laughs> I'm like 10. <laughs> What's that? What's a wet dream? You'll learn in a year. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, there's other things I remember. Like, I remember, you know how daycares are now. Everything's childproof and everything. And I'm st- I'm, I know I'm doing this old comedy bit. Dude, I had a memory the other day that... <laughs> that, that just sparked in my head because I was thinking about snakes. And I remember the first time we, I ever saw a real snake. It was a black racer. I used to go to Westover Baptist, which you know, where Westover is my mom. Uh, we were poor and like, we couldn't really get Wait, into. I thought you were a full gospel gentleman. We were, but here's the story. My mom was trying to get me into some kind of form of preschool. Because she was oh, like, okay. he's going to be starting school next year. So she... So what better way than to boat you off fucking 15 no, 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 no. miles from no, no, the no, house? No, 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 no. It wasn't that. She got a job there. Oh, okay. So in okay. order for me to go there, she was actually working. So she would work and she would go and be with the little kids. Like she would go take care of the little kids all day. And then I would go to my age group, which was like the four or five-year-olds. You yeah, know? yeah. And, and I remember I was just like, every day I was like, I want to go see my mom. Or I'd tell him I need to go use the bathroom, and I'd get out and I'd go find her and walk in and stuff like that. But I'm sure you're a liar. <laughs> yeah, but I remember like the fun stuff we used to do. We used to. I remember one day I was walking out to the playground, and this one little son of a bitch took a handful of sand and just threw it in my eyes like Mr. Fuji. Fucking Tojo Yamamoto. And I remember style. crying like, oh, I couldn't see anything, and I was already blind as a fucking bat. <laughs> so I gained my eyesight. My mom's choking the little shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, my mom wasn't out there, but yeah, she would have done something. My mom saw red. Uh, but yeah, like I remember the first time I ever saw a black racer. And I remember like going, oh man, I remember how quick that snake moved and how scared I was because it was a snake. And then I remembered while we were out there, Josh, we had this big metal 55 gallon drum barrel and we were all taking turns landing that son of a bitch and they were rolling us down a hill. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember. 
remember as a kid going, that looks like fun, but that don't seem too safe, does it? Mama, why does it smell like kerosene in here? <laughs> but yeah, it was a double open-ended barrel. Like, you know how we used to have them at JB Young? They'd put them on the, they had a wooden board that would go through it. It was like a tunnel. Can you imagine? Can you putting a four-year-old in there? Can you imagine? <laughs> and then nowadays, just we are Spartana in it down the hill. <laughs> nowadays, with the fucking millennials, the oh god, oh my god, the way that they're you can't even fucking get near them with their pussy don't hurt. Jesus fucking <laughs> Christ! Can you imagine if one of them pulled up nowadays at a daycare and? Their child was being rolled and, and, down a hill in a in a metal, yeah. a metal, <laughs> fifty five gallon drum, in which a fifty five gallon drum will hold a two hundred fifty pound man. Right. So there, there's a lot of room in there to be bounced around. Can you imagine that? Shit? And then they would make the kids run down the hill and help roll the barrel back up for the next person. <laughs> and and I remembered we used to sit in there and like I wanted to lay in there vertical, like hor- like horizontal with the. Yeah. Um, horizontal with the barrel right so i'm rolling on my side basically and they would tell you to get, get in a, there and a, sit down yeah sitting position so you would do like flips or back flips right all the way down there you know <laughs> so it really break your neck if it hit a brock or something and bounced <laughs> but yeah i remembered that i was like what the fuck and i, I remember laying that, down you're least likely to fucking slip out and you I, re- think. I remember they also did this thing that i thought was awesome back in the day but thinking about it now it's like wasn't that kind of dangerous for kids, little kids? They would take shaving cream and pour it on the, the table. And then you could, like, the table was like that glossy topped table, like the wooden tables that have the glossy top. Yeah, yeah. And you could smear the shaving cream out and play in it, like draw shapes and stuff in it. That was like their fun. Here's some shaving cream. Get all they, in it. They didn't have much of a budget back then. And so. for, for me, I'd never seen shaving cream. I didn't have a father. <laughs> 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 and you know my mom I mean she wasn't dating anybody yeah. so. <laughs> she, she wore pants all the time But But I mean I didn't uh, see shaving cream till she got my stepdad I remember when she sprayed the, the The woman sprayed the shaving cream on the table I was like oh cool whipped cream And I wanted to eat it and I had to stop my fat ass <laughs> I'm like, what kind of death trap? Why does it taste like mints? <laughs> what? what the hell? It's burning my esophagus. <laughs> that little hangy ball thing is just mentholated like a motherfucker. I think I need to rip it out. It's burning like hell. <laughs> Y'all get this whipped cream. I think it's gone bad. Oh goddamn. Yeah, but I mean, like, I just started thinking, like, what kind of death daycare have they Fucking sent me to <laughs> redneck podunk bullshit yeah god damn man oh but man speaking of redneck podunk bullshit uh we're, you got time Go we ahead. got just a little bit of time i don't think we spend too much time on it but um <laughs> my mom my mom was over at my house the other day and um she was seeing my dog you know my dog that's been a big thing man. yeah a lot of the relatives have been coming around seeing old tallulah bell they've been just, bringing you baked goods and stuff uh, like here you go person. eat this baby i brought you some potato salad it's like fucking job of the hut's minions <laughs> been bringing her fucking food just to hand feed her and right shit. it's fucking pathetic but uh my mom she was uh she said um i don't know what i've done with your daddy's shorts like i was like what are you talking about like his uh like his underwear you know, because old right. people, old people call underwear shorts. You know, that's just what they call. She's like, right. "Now his athletic shorts." <laughs> He's got one pair. <laughs> I was thinking, you know, my dad basketball shorts. Are you serious? Come on out here, Joshua. 
No. Me and my dick going two on one. Yeah. Apparently, apparently, my dad wears athletic shorts when he's not having to work on a car or mow the yard or something like right. that. You know, when he's just going out to sit on the porch and chill and right. fucking cuss at the neighbors. Throwing alley oops to his dick. <laughs> right. Go get it, Snake. No. He caught it. Oh, Snake Ray. Oh, oh Snake Ray going to get it. Watch him. He going to slam that thing from the three point line. They, my dad and Snake Ray were actually the ones that defeated. Wesley Snipes and uh, 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 Woody Harrelson and the end of White Man Can't Joke. <laughs> but anyways, now she was like, Billy, you lost all that money to Snake Ray." That, that's actually uh, that's that. My dad's dick was actually Billy's stunt double during the movie. They're about as bald as each other. You've seen it. You should know. Oh man, no, I love White Man. Can't oh, I, thought, I was like, oh, I've seen both. I've seen that's both. What, when you said I love. I'm like, what? No, no, no. The old home I love front the movie, but um. She, she was like, I don't know what I've done with your dad's athletic shorts. Yeah. I put them in a, I put them in a bag somewhere, or I put them in a drawer, and I just I can't find them. And uh, she said, I got home the other day, and he had made some blue jeans into some shorts. <laughs> Daisy Dukes. <laughs> well, initially that's what I thought, but she started roasting his ass. Man, she was like, one of the legs was all longer than the other one. <laughs> She said she just like busted him out. I was like, what's the deal with that? And dude, I had about a thousand jokes pop in my head. I was like, right. well, you know why one of the legs is longer than the other one. He's putting that dick on the other side, fucking, and he don't want the son bitch to pop out on the so other side. So did you see the shorts? No. But Man, I, I can't imagine. All I'm thinking is either Daisy Dukes or Huck Finn. Oh, dude, it's Daisy Dukes on one side, motherfucking <laughs> like a regular, the other. <laughs> a regular pair of pants on the other one. You know what I'm saying when I say Huck Finn? Like the ones that come down Below past the knee. The, knee. <laughs> <laughs> the other one are nut huggers. Looking like a redneck LL Cool J. <laughs> Where am I going to put this thing? Hell. But, <laughs> I can't imagine your dad and Daisy Dukes either. <laughs> oh, that'd be a sight, man. See them balls fucking hanging out the sides too as well. I mean, just damn. It's like just... a division sign. Yeah. <laughs> but when she said that, I literally, I was thinking, I've got to go make an excuse to go over there now. I've right. got to like find him in these shorts <laughs> so I can make a make a joke out so of it. So instead of going and buying some some more athletic Look, shorts, he doesn't buy. <laughs> he makes or somebody gives. Right, gives or, or gives or, or makes. Or he barters is all that's in his vocabulary. How many beaver pelts you want for that thing, dude? My dad has not bought a pair of clothing, a piece of clothing since probably. 1985. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Dude, it's literally. And the only reason he's had jeans since then is because, like, uh, mom would buy him for my him. mom or his mom would buy him. Yeah. He's still got jeans, like, from when his mom was. I can alive. imagine him bitching about how stiff they are, <laughs> the new jeans. Oh, Fred had been fucking starching the hell out of these damn things. <laughs> no, no, they're just new, Ronnie. <laughs> He really, she really hadn't been. <laughs> His eighty-five jeans are paper thin. <laughs> <laughs> they in style now. They got all them holes. This is where they're supposed to fit. They don't fit like that. Fruity, you want to get me some more jeans? My damn dick coming out the <laughs> knee of these some bitches. <laughs> and these damn things are rough. <laughs> <laughs> Rubbing my dickhead raw. Well, goddamn, Ronnie, they're on your ankles. <laughs> oh me. But yeah, I just, my dad and his, you know, his vision isn't the same that it used to be. 
obviously. I mean, but that's what my mom was getting at. She's like, hey, I don't think he can see as good as he used to be, blah, right. blah, blah. Has to get his dick tack like Lassie and tell him what's going on. <laughs> what's going on, boy? Did I go too far, Lassie? <laughs> what does that speed limit sign say? Come back and tell me. <laughs> he don't have a license, so he can't drive. Oh, really? I didn't know that. <laughs> I've, I've told you that before. No, I didn't On the know show, that. yeah. My dad remember. has never had a driver's license. Why not? Because he's fucking Ray J. Why would you have a license? <laughs> well, I don't want the government to know where I am. That is exactly. He's never. How does I, he buy beer? My mom buys oh. it. <laughs> so he's not even on or the he, grid. Or he intimidates the fucking uh, camera Give it person to me. <laughs> into selling it to him. I mean, he is, he's never had an ID. You know, uh, anything that he has is unregistered. <laughs> like even the Bronco. The Bronco <laughs> is unregistered. Until Dwayne gets it. <laughs> I'm sure Dwayne, Dwayne will get the title and sign it over. And have the title it in, doesn't even have a signature say, on got it. A, we've got a brand new 19... <laughs> we've got a brand new 1974 Bronco. How the fuck did this happen? <laughs> we talked them into making just one. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Well, man, that's... I think we, we got to end on that note. We've done it. But, uh, man, thanks for listening to episode 148. Um, You're welcome. Well, well, yeah. (laughs) If you want to give us a call or send us a message, Josh, how do they do that? Well, I think if you're on Twitter, you need to get with us. And we are at P3 Radio, the number one. And on Facebook, just put in that search bar, Pop Poncho, and you'll see our profile there. And if you want to give us old school way, give us a text message or send us a voicemail, our phone number is 731-300-6675. It's 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can call, text that line, uh, even prank us if you want to. We don't care. Eventually, we'll play them. Um, but that's going to do it for us. For Josh Barley, this is Richard Mulliken saying thanks for listening and good night.